Marky Mark, time for another fade. Yeah, mate. One a week to keep the doctor away. One a week. Where are you heading to get a fade? Barber Industries, Katara. Oh, you go and see my man, Mikey? Yeah, Mikey and the crew over there. Yeah, man. They definitely make you feel like part of the family when you go there. It's not just a haircut. It's an experience. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. So if you guys are looking for a new fade... Go and see Mikey and the crew over at Barber Industries, Katara. Let's go. This podcast is brought to you by MVR Painting. MVR Painting is a Newcastle-based company with a passion for painting for well and truly over 10 years. They are a small crew making a big difference. If you want the brush with the best, make sure to contact MVR Painting. You can find their pages on Facebook or Instagram under MVR Painting or email them at mark at mvrpainting.com.au. Cheers, peeps. Welcome back, fam. On this episode, we're going to bring it back down to earth. We have Kimmy Greentree who indulged in some nuts, a bottle of wine, and lots of swearing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and no, nah, it's a very good story. Um, she's a very down-to-earth person, and it was um, yeah, very fun to be around. So tune in. Let's go. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Today is your day. Allow me to introduce myself. Top deck. Top deck. Top deck. The, 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 the top deck podcast. Now leave your brain stimulated. Language warning. So your wine's good? You're right to go? Yes, I'm right. All right, beautiful. Um, yeah, beautiful. no, so most people that I've been hunting with, and they're, the majority are males, um, most of them don't drink. A lot of bow hunters that I've met that are male don't actually drink that much. And well, I'm like... What? While they're out or just actually like in general? Like in on general, their, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of funny. wonder why that is. I don't know. Maybe it's because Adam surrounds himself with like yeah. people that like don't drink. Like-minded people. <laughs> Except for me. <laughs> yeah, but... He's got to have balance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just like, you love me. <laughs> There's even a monkey on the bottle of wine. We're just... We're, ta- we're talking yeah. about that. Like, um, I said, what wine? And mm. she sent that and um, it was like the monkey. And then the picture got delivered and I was like universe saying something to me oh this is creepy (laughs) everyone calls me a monkey they reckon i look like one but i don't know thank you (laughs) thank you yeah i don't know i think i used to do a face when i was growing up and have you ever done that monkey face like now which one (laughs) (laughs) it's not being filmed but yeah yeah now is it (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah or is it nah. um, and, but it's kind of hard to go okay well we didn't come from monkeys when we can look so much like them yeah with that so true no i'm a yeah. monkey face puller for me for my little fella yeah for sure <laughs> Jealous? <laughs> no, you're not tricking me man no way no well, way on that we've got kimmy greentree in the house Yay. um the better half of adam greentree yes um you want to tell us a little bit about yourself uh not really <laughs> <laughs> i'm super old and um, I don't know. Where'd you grow I'm up? Just, uh, that's like all over the joint. Yeah. Where so did it all start? I was born in Subiaco, Western Australia. So sort of a suburb of mm-hmm. Perth. Yeah. And then, so my dad is, was in the Air Force. And so I'm like a product of... Raff brat life <laughs> and just moved around my whole life pretty much. Strict upbringing? Um, because of his sort of um, career choice? I don't, what do you define as strict? Okay, so we weren't allowed to swear. So in my house, the word fart 
was an actual swear word. Ooh. So with language, it was very strict. Yeah, right. Uh, sure. I don't know how that, how well that worked out because yeah. you make I'm it up for sailor. it now. <laughs> <laughs> <A> yeah. <sailor. laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my kid already swears. Then if he farts, a swear word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How old's Ah, uh, he's he'd be almost three and a half. Oh, yeah, and I unfortunately I let one go in the car the other day, <laughs> and he's like, "What's that? What's that?" And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, oh, "Dad, you farted." I'm like, yeah, it's good times now. Like right at that engagement yeah, level, like really, yeah. really. Oh, it's so sad when they grow up. Like, <laughs> thanks. I was, no, I, it it is. It is. It's like it's. It's don't so easy to say. Oh, just appreciate it, but like you can't because you just grow up as they grow up yep. and and then they're gone like that person is actually not there anymore yeah, and so i was coming i was looking at photos of the kids i don't know a couple days ago or something and i was like oh my god they were so cute and so little and they their voices and everything like that and they were just it's like different people they're <laughs> totally and you have to mourn those people like they're dead. Like that sounds weird. <laughs> Savage. That sounds weird, but they're not there anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're these right. other people. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so they grow, it's they so, mature, they change. It's so weird. I'm mm. like, where have they gone? I want those kids. Yeah, back. when when he gives you a hug or a kiss, you're like, yeah, I do sort of go, oh, you know, yeah, I'll I'll take it. Come on, keep yeah, it coming, yeah, keep yeah, it coming. Yeah, because yeah, there will be that time where yeah, he just it won't. Doesn't want it, so. mm. It doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. And you can never know when's the last time yep it just so true you just don't know when it is do you have kids yeah i've got a six-year-old daughter and oh. i've got a little boy on the way oh yeah <laughs> november when, when is november yeah so yeah, last trimester now not not too long yeah yeah so i'm yeah, super excited super excited oh god <laughs> so oh, you yeah. got three yeah three kids yeah what are, what are they all similar in nature or different no, they're all different yeah right yeah completely from one different. spectrum to the other um, oh, because you've had three, you'd probably maybe one in the middle. Uh, the middle one used to be the hardest, but now it's the eldest that's trying. Pushing he, boundaries. Well, he's 16. Yeah, he's at that so age. So think about what you did when you were 16. <laughs> and Adam's just like, oh, they're just kids. And I'm just like, I don't care. I wasn't like that. No, it's not acceptable. <laughs> so, so you got the two... Two boys. Older boys. Yeah, so Hunter's 16, Noah is 13, and Aaliyah will be 11 in a few weeks. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Nice, good nice. balance. Yeah, yeah. But they all, like, it's good that the boy, as what I like about the boys' age now, as opposed to when they were younger, is they're kind of coming together and being mm -hmm. mates yeah. and kind of, like taking the fall for each other and they're yeah. just, they get along. Yep. And um, whereas before it used to feel like it was just really separate. Like Hunter was doing that. Noah was doing that. Mm. Ali is doing that. And now Noah and Hunter are sort of coming together a bit to do things together, which and is nice. When you're a bit younger, I think it's not cool to hang out with your brother. And it's no. until you get to a certain yeah. age where you start to exactly. appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of four and me and my sister are in the middle and there's six years between us and I 
fucking hated her <laughs> until you can't curse on you. Uh, no, nah. she, <laughs> she told me that I can't. Finally, because I was um, Kimmy gave me a little bit of a uh, little bit of a lead to get some notes on her, and yep. I messaged a couple of people, Adam included, and um, one yeah. of them said, "Make sure you get the the beeper out, <laughs> the swearing beeper." <laughs> and then I just said, "No, go for it." Yeah. No, no, everyone be their authentic self on you. Yeah, definitely go for it. Definitely. <laughs> So, um, uh, yeah, so I hated my sister until she was about 16 and I was, um, like 19, 20-ish, I think, yeah. What'd you say? You had four siblings? Yeah, so I have an older brother who's 18 months older than me and then me, my sister and then a younger brother. Right. So were you all close growing up? Like were you all in the one? I was closest with my older brother. Um, and it was always like we were so competitive and he always kicked my ass at everything, <laughs> everything. I'm trying to think of the one thing. I was talking about it with Adam the other day and I was just like it was the one thing that I fucking had over him that I beat him. And I can't, I can't. It's gone remember. now. I know. <laughs> got nothing. I know. I can't remember what it was, but it was. How do your kids um, get along when you are out hunting? Doing the family thing? I don't know, because I'm not there. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Um, no, they're really good, actually. We went away um, up in Queensland while we could. I think there was like a three-week window. Mm, yep. And so we went, was it school ho- I think it was school holidays. And my dad, who lives up in Queensland, came down and stayed with the kids, which was nice because they've kind of never had anything to do with him. Mm. And... So it was like he could get to know his grandkids and they could get to know their pop. And Adam and I went up to Charters Towers. Do you know where that is? It's like two hours inland from Townsville. So it was pretty far. Is that where you had the big camp set up? Yes. Yeah, I've seen seen them stories. That looked amazing. And we were just living out of Adam's transformer car. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was that was really. There's a couple of people like on social media. Like there's a dude I used to train with um down on the central coast, and like whenever he goes overseas, he's just like stories. So I'm just living holidays through him, and it's the same when like yeah when Adam goes like honey and that I'm like I'm so bad with yeah I'm so bad with Instagram when we're away like. Even normally, I will only post things if I'm by myself, or I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Um, and but he's really good with with documenting. Yeah, all. very good. And so I just I just leave it for him. And I'm <laughs> that like, <yeah>. triggered something. <laughs> oh, I can't stop laughing because when we worked at your house, me and Owen like followed Adam, and there was a couple. <laughs> couple what? of stories that he put up and oh. you know how he calls them over and he's like yeah <laughs> he oh the deer yeah so me and her were walking around the job site going yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wish you had cameras in your house <laughs> no not at her house oh. just at like jobs after because oh, yeah, it was yeah, stuck yeah. in my head but seriously how? that's what we do in the bush oh, when I we're know. trying to get each other's attention yeah right yeah instead of like but it works because doing like i've seen him do it or, <laughs> or something like that hey. where i'm just like me <laughs> and they've actually come over and that's the spin out thing because i would just randomly do it and people are like what the fuck's going on over there <laughs> <laughs> and it's not until you watch your story you know yeah, what's going on oh, yeah, yeah. that just triggered me then i was just laughing i had the belly laugh going on didn't you <laughs> <laughs> then you pick up that's How classic no, so that's good 
What what about mum? Where's mum in all of this? Uh, she she right now she's in South Australia. Yeah, okay. And my sister lives in South Australia as well. Yeah, okay. And my two brothers live in Perth. Yeah, still yeah. all close, but from afar, obviously. No, I'm, no. I'm not really that connected with my uh, family. Fair um, I I don't know. I'm just it's. It's kind of, it's weird because it's not through my choice because I would be close with them. It's just I will only put out what I get back. Mm. So I'm not investing in anything that's, I'm like, I'm. it's not, not reciprocated. Yeah. Yeah. So like I love my mum and, but it's really hard to have a relationship with people family or people from afar mm. anyway. Yeah, so true. Um, so she, well, obviously this year has been a fucking shit show, so I haven't seen yeah. her or, yeah. and I haven't seen my sister in a few years either. I do speak to them occasionally, yeah. like via like, the phone. Yeah, yeah. I think once you create your own family as well, like for me, yeah. I've never met my dad before oh, and yeah. um, it was always a thing growing up and even me and Josh were going to like like vlog and try to go over to the Philippines and find him. This is before COVID and stuff and yeah, we had yeah, this yeah. all beauty idea. But I know I think once I created my own family, I didn't – that sort of slipped out the window. I was yeah. more concentrating Did on what I Did you feel like that you, you felt like you had to meet your dad to find – a part of your identity is that why hundred percent hundred percent because it's a whole half of my life i don't I know. know anything yeah, about exactly. and it's like philippine it's my heritage you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, i've yeah. got this nature from somewhere like yeah, yeah i'm half australian but we all know how aussie people are you know what yeah. i mean so i've got this whole half of, and not even that like once i had my daughter i was like okay what if she asked questions exactly. about you know yeah. where did we come from what of all this and you know but it's I'm just, just like, oh. yeah it's um yeah, it's the same with every family, I think. Yeah, like correct. You just get questions from your kids about your ancestry and yeah. where you came from and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So it's pretty important. Yeah, That's correct. So that just fell by the wayside. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Once I had my um, yeah, once I had my family, I, I sort of lost interest in doing it. I was, mm. I'll try to find. Does out. he know that you exist? Yeah. Oh, okay. But up until I was three. Oh, and then right. that's really, yeah, the rest is history, really. Yeah. Um, I did a, actually, because um, I did a rehab like two and two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And then when I got out, I had this spiritual awakening and wanted to conquer the world. Yeah. And um, I went and did the <laughs> um, Ancestry's DNA oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 So I did that. That was Good pretty test. gnarly. Yeah. That was, yeah. So what did that come back with? Um, I'm, I'm yet to do that. Really? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like heaps of stuff, actually. Like um, just actually was proven that I was 48% Philippines. Oh, okay. And then yeah. like Aussie and a bit of everything really, yeah, I said, yeah. but um, like a couple of little percent of Did this and that. Did it actually say Aussie? No, I didn't. It said <laughs> Australian. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. um, yeah, so it was pretty interesting and it tells you like potential – like only people that have done it as well. I know. So, so it, but there's potential first like cousin, second wait cousin. For the database to grow before Correct. you can narrow it down to the yeah. real fine, finer. Yeah, that's details. right. But it was pretty yeah. interesting. It was um, definitely worth, you know, yeah. doing it just for that. Um, How quick did it turn around when you did it? I think it 
Isn't it like six weeks? Or yeah, something? it's not much, yeah. and they step yeah. you through it, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, off, just off saliva. Though. I really want to do it. My mum did it, um, and Adam's done it. Yeah. And Adam is like the most basic. Hundred percent Aussie. Yeah. No, because <laughs> when I've heard him on like Rogan's body, eh, I'm like, fuck, man, like he's as Aussie as they come, like so Aussie. Yeah, which is weird because because I kind of like a bit of a backtrack. I've lived in America twice, mm. and so I sort of am. Like I'm Australian, but I don't have a very strong Australian accent mm. and because I've had an American accent yep. twice and I sort of feel like I'm a bit half American because I grew up there. Um, but Ad And I was adamant when we moved back to Australia and I was like 18 and I was like, oh, I hate the accent. I hate the slang. I hate... <laughs> The Aussie. The Aussiness. <laughs> and then like a year later... I meet the most Aussie guy <laughs> ever, ever. What took and, um, you to America? Uh, well, the Air Force, my dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Far so out. we moved to America the first time when I was five and then came home when I was nearly nine. So I started school over there. Like yeah, wow. Year one, year two, year three. And then we were in Australia for a bit and then moved back back to America when I was finishing year 10. Yeah. And so I did 11 and 12 oh, in yeah. the States as well. How's that? Yeah. Do you think it's crazy. growing up like later in life, that much moving around has affected you in any oh, way, shape or form? Oh, heaps. Yeah, right. That's why I'm way? so busy all the yeah, time. Right. And I like, I can adapt to any sort of environment. Yeah, okay. Even if I don't like it, but I'll adapt. Yeah. Chameleon. <laughs> and yeah, and I just I kind of thrive off change. Yeah, I right. guess. Yeah, that's interesting. I need it. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, you've lived all over Australia as well, pretty uh, much. Like moved around a bit, or I've well, I was born in Perth, and I've lived there twice. Um, I've lived in Victoria. I've lived in Sydney and Newcastle and Canberra. Yeah, well, Basically. pretty much. Oh, and Queensland. When I was <laughs> pretty, much yeah. pretty much everywhere. Pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Tasmania. Where's, uh, yeah. <laughs> where's your favourite spot? Uh, like in the whole world. Like a, a, we'll narrow it to Australia living. first. Or yeah, living as living. in living. Yeah. Oh well, Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was the chosen, the chosen destination. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. There you go. So. What about the world, America? Like favourite place. Yeah. Yeah. That's really hard because mm. there's pros and cons to everything. Correct. So and there's just too many pretty places that I've been. Yeah, yeah. right. But uh, one of my favorite places, which is kind of a bit weird, is Kentucky. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just so pretty, and um, yeah, it's just green and gorgeous, and all the farms and all those, you know, those. Um, fences that you see in the movies and yep. all the farmhouses and everything like that. It's just amazing and green and gorgeous. Um, it's just typical, like, picturesque America sort of thing. Um, Montana is just, like, breathtaking. Idaho is breathtaking. I've Utah seen is breathtaking. Beautiful pictures of Montana. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just... Unreal. It, it's, like... 
it takes your breath away and you're elevated at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it def- definitely does. Yeah. But so, that's the first place that I ever sort of, I guess, got into hunting in a way because Adam, uh, on one of his hunts over there in Montana, and I think he was in New Mexico, he came home and he was showing me all these photos and everything like that. And I was like, this is bullshit. Why am I not seeing what you get to see? <laughs> yep. I'm like, I'm stuck back here with these kids. <laughs> I want to get to see that. Thank you very much. And so then the next September, I was going with him. Yeah, nice. To just, I, would, I wanted to see what it was about. Yep. And followed him along on his elk hunt in Montana. And I just, I had no reference when it came to hunting or anything like that. I just know when he got home from any hunting trip, he would just be like, oh, yeah, I got what I wanted. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, so I just always thought that it was easy. No grasp on how yeah. much you had to hike and no, sit there and No crawl idea. And... I just thought you just kind of wandered in. Oh, that that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you just sort of. He like, would have had a good chuckle at that. Oh, how was the and first one? It was, oh, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard, especially coming from sea level to Montana. Mm. And then, and I f- felt like I was pretty fit. And I was just walking up this little hill and going, oh my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> did, and did he train was, you for it or? No, no, no. no. So you just I, like straight I've off the bat? Yeah, it's ne- easy. Yeah, come <laughs> on. <laughs> he, never, he never trains for it. Yeah, and yeah. I still never train for it. Just instinct. And, it's yeah. just. You just mentally just like, no, this is do what it. we're doing. Yeah, and right. we just do it. Yeah. That's super interesting. Very crazy. <laughs> yeah. Adam said you were a very worldly person, like um, so like connected to the earth and stuff. Is it from hunting that you formed that or have you been I, growing up? Were you always like that or? Um, maybe. I don't know. I just, maybe I'm, maybe I am connected because when I think back to when I was younger, I was always into gardens and Mm. like taking things from gardens and really interested in how things grow and what you put into your body and all that sort of stuff. But I think people get caught up with what we're told that we're supposed to do in life that that sort of fades away, I I guess, a bit. And so you sort of forget about it until – you know, you you discover it again. Yep. Yeah. That's why I always encourage my daughter and my um, partner's um, boys is like the, they're super creative in their mind when they're that well, when they're at a certain age, and it's like try to encourage them not to lose that imagination. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, Because it's, yeah, it's yeah. super important for them. Like, especially when they develop at that, you know, between three to six years old, they have super creative minds. Yeah. And, like, you know, their imaginations are I, awesome. And then, you lo- like you said, you lose that yeah, as you grow yeah, up. Yeah. Like, and, and you just are just like, oh, no, this is what I have to do. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You're right. You hit the nail on the head there with that age. It, Pretty much mm. from three, that's when like boss man was like he'd get his actual toys and start yeah, you know talking and yeah interacting mm. with them both yeah, yeah and, and you can just see the switch okay yeah here comes your imagination yeah so, yeah it's cool how funny is it that you can buy your kids like when they're that young like it's different now um, 
like whatever whatever they want, like toys and all this stuff, but they have so much fun with the wrapping oh, and the so boxes box. and they're playing <laughs> and they're cutting stuff and making yep. things out of the boxes yep. and it's like these kids don't know what they want. No, they don't. No, <laughs> yeah. exactly right. No, it's great. It's exactly what it. happened last night. We were sitting on the lounge and young fellow Tracy ended up coming out and he, he had this shoe box because he keeps hassling us. He watches a TV show and he wants a hamster. <laughs> oh my god my daughter wants a hamster yeah. too and i'm like you can't get them here <laughs> and he come out with this box and you should have seen the setup i was amazed he, he had his little torch so he sticky taped that to the box uh, that was his light there was a bed in there and there was this little thing in it. it was super creative and i was just like sitting there amazed he was in there for like two hours and he goes and guess what i haven't touched my ipad in three days and i said that's awesome bud <laughs> Keep going. Is that? Yeah. Like, you know awesome. Uh, get oh, him a mouse. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Just put it in there. <laughs> oh, no. I used to have mice when I was a teenager or young teenager. I used to love my mice and then my cat ate them all. <laughs> oh, savage. <laughs> savage. savage. Yeah, that's it. That's nature. I yeah, know. That's exactly. nature. That's the circle well, of when life. We, when we, uh, a couple of years ago, we, um, we, me, Adam and the kids went to America and travelled around for seven months. And um, was that with the big arm trailer? Was it yes. was it a Under Armour trailer? What brand? Uh, no, was it? so we had a Dodge Ram, yep. which was wrapped in yeah. Under Armour camo, yep. Yep. and which is pretty cool. <laughs> and yeah, it was schmick. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that! It, like American pickup trucks are like Out stupid, yep. stupid huge. You, it feels like you're driving a tank. <laughs> it's like you would not go off-road with these things. No, yeah. no. My because boss has a Dodge Ram and like going down to Sydney and I was sitting in the back, I'm like, like this is out like, of control. It's yeah. crazy. I'm just like so used to like a four-wheel drive but an actual functional one, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. like a huge, you know, And it handled all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was fine. It was – but I don't like driving – huge big things like that but it was it was still cool to like have it wrapped in in the camo um but winnebago lent us a trailer as well so we were kind of living out of that and staying at people's houses and stuff like that but we actually adam picked up a snake in oregon and so we had a pet snake and we also had a pet tarantula oh, as yeah. well in the fucking trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant to just pick one up, but no, it's a, now a pet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we named it, I think it was Sammy the Snake and um, what was the tarantula's name? Maybe Trevor? <laughs> Trevor the Tarantula or something. I can't, I can't remember. But the tarantula was from Southern Colorado and the snake was i think it i can't even remember what it was it was some sort of like non like venomous, venomous one <laughs> it wasn't like a rattlesnake or anything so did like he that. pick these up on the side of the road or he's actually like went and brought them as like from a no no, no 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 we've we've gotten them from oh there's a snake i'm picking that up and, and, let's, <laughs> and his name's sam and yeah. he's going in the trailer <laughs> and then he was just like i'm i'm okay with spiders because I can kill them easily, <laughs> but snakes is a different story for yep. me. I'm, mm. I, I'll just be like, <laughs> and pass out. I hate snakes. I'm petrified of them. I'm like, it's on me. It's on me. <laughs> I hate them. Oh, um, yeah. So I wouldn't have a bar of the snake. 
Um, the tarantula was fine because yeah. I'm just like, oh, if it gets out, I'll just kill it. Um, <laughs> just kill it but you can't kill it. a snake. You ca- it's not like you can <laughs> chew a thong a snake. Uh, no. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yep. It's way harder. So well, when Americans are just like, oh, you guys, you know, with your snakes and your spiders and all that. And I'm like. You hear that a lot, eh? They're, <laughs> they they're petrified to come yeah, to yeah. our country. Joe Rogan always talks about it. Yeah. Oh, he's. Petrified. He, what a pussy. <laughs> what a pussy. Because <laughs> Adam wants to get him over. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what he. I listened to like the one. And he's like, fuck that. He has been here with the UFC and everything, yeah, but only only to the cities. He's that one he had with Post Malone the other day, he said the exact thing. He goes, my mate Adam Green Tree in Australia. And then he said the exact same thing. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. He said. He's yeah. Not kidding. One time um, we were at the comedy store in LA and he does like his little sets and stuff. And we were out the back and a rat ran across the thing and he nearly fucking jumped in Adam's <laughs> arms. He was that scared. And I was like, okay. But he would, it was pretty funny. He would kill he'll, any human. Yeah, kill any human and yeah. he'll go hunting. It's so weird because he's yeah. such a like Manly man. tough guy <laughs> and... What spiders and snakes scare you? Yeah, it's I terrible. Guess. He's moving to Texas. I yeah. heard that. Yeah, yeah, they're building his studio. His new one looks pretty, yeah. pretty dope. But, well, um, he better what? take that buffalo skull that uh, Adam gave him. Yeah. <laughs> well, wouldn't you with that contract? <laughs> yeah, pretty big. But um, <laughs> I think it's because of the COVID thing. I was. Oh yeah, get the fuck out of LA. LA, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said it's just up. overpopulated, and um, yeah. yeah, he said like this has just highlighted a lot of things, and mm. and because of comedy, that's the main reason. Oh, it's okay. because um, like, oh, I forget the comedy club that he usually. Oh, used. the comedy store. Yeah, the store. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. um, so they're still not opening up. Oh, um okay. and like Callan and all that, Brian Callan and all that yeah, can yeah. do shows over in Texas. Oops. So mm-hmm. um so yeah, he's just like fuck it, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I can do it there, I'm going. Yeah, there. because it just seems like I kind of feel like it's a bit of a shit time in our country because we're not allowed to like leave the state mm-hmm. and we're like trapped in New South Wales. Um, but they can still Yep. travel all yep. over their country i'm like oh that's some bullshit yeah i think it's because we sort of we put it in place that first time and it sort of controlled it whereas old dt <laughs> donald trump he just did nothing yeah. and it well, was like they like can't their, now their they just can't bring it back would fucking fall apart and you can't control that many people no, no like no. i'm surprised that our government can control us that much I'm just like, I'm just waiting for someone to just be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> At the gym this morning on the TV when I was stretching when I first got there and seen you, they um, on the news they put, um, might have, she might have been Chinese, she hopped between borders, she's going to jail for six months. Yeah, right. Just for border like hopping. In, in here, yeah, in, in Australia. Oh yeah. My yeah. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. Mm, um, See, but the wild thing, times. I don't know. I just... Everyone's entitled to their own opinion and all that jazz, but I'm just, I'm one of those people that sort of feels like I'm on board with um, what Switzerland did. Is it Switzerland? What are they doing? Didn't they They, just let everyone go? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just, it's a herd immunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, So, like, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. And then it's all done. Because once you get it, you can't get it again or something. I don't know. Possibly. Because then there was an article that I read where there's someone that has it. Okay, so I'm interested in this because no one knows. Everyone's like, 
are like, are you safe once you get it? Yeah. Well, even if you are or if you're not, how would a vaccine work? Yeah, correct. If you're not safe mm. for after getting it and you can still get it again, how does a vaccine work? Yeah. When you're giving you the fucking virus to for you to fight yeah, it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm not a conspiracy theory person, it's but yeah, it but is. um, I don't, to know what to believe. I don't. Yeah, I don't really believe in it too much, to be honest, because I don't know. Like, like as in the actual virus. Yeah. Well, obviously, there's something. Like but people that have it. Yeah. Well, I don't know anyone that knows anyone that knows anyone. Okay, Do you know anyone? I was talking. Please well, squash this for me. Okay. So I was talking to, like, I talk to randoms all the time. I'm super friendly, <laughs> um, even though that I don't like people, but I am actually <laughs> friendly. I am friendly thank to people. Thank God you that respond. That's how, that's how I ended up getting you on here. What's that? <laughs> so oh, because I respond. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I just sort of feel like the reason why I do do that is I, I – because I'm not a mean person. Mm. I just don't actually like people, though. Like, not people, stupid people. Yeah. I don't like stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> so let me clarify that. People without common sense. Yeah, yeah basically. Mm. So um, this guy was talking to me and I must have posted something about, I don't know, it must have been a meme or something like that about corona. And... Uh, and he wrote me a message and then he was like, yeah, fuck Karuna. And <laughs> I, I went camping and, you know, against everyone else's thoughts and stuff like that. And now I've got Corona and I started feeling sick when I got home. And he was like, and so I went to get tested and now I've got Corona. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? You got Corona from going camping? Yeah. That's so how did he pick that crazy. up? Where did he go? I have no idea. Must have been like Melbourne or something. Just no, it was in the in the states. It's rife over there. Yeah, right. um, oh, it's out of control. Yeah, so he must have like stopped at a gas station or a grocery store or whatever and just picked it up somehow. Yeah, shit. And he's like, I feel like dad. <laughs> the worst and, thing is though, there's that. But much. that's the only one. Yeah. And then I have this other friend that has a friend in the UK that she knows. She knows. Yeah. That had it. Yeah. They, okay. The only like out of everyone that I yeah, know, exactly. yeah, exactly. That's the thing that spins it. me out. Like, yeah, yeah okay, because it's, it's a very small percentage. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Compared to like mental illness, suicide, whatever, like the stats. Are you know the minimal st statistics of suicide since Corona, right? Yeah, have you right. Looked at no, it? I haven't looked at it, but it's forty percent higher. More people have killed themselves versus pe people you that have died, died from, from corona. corona. Wow. Yeah. But no one's allowed to say anything yeah. because it might spark people to kill themselves. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, you can't crazy. really talk about it. And then the mainstream media isn't talking about it. Like no, no one is. No, yeah. because the mental health as aspect of being in lockdown and not being allowed what we're allowed to do yeah. is way more detrimental oh, massive. than if we were to just get some fucking flu. Yeah. Like it's so... Like I, I don't get it. Especially when we went into that, you know, that real, that, at first, that first period where you we weren't allowed to do it, anything. Like mm -hmm. everyone was going crazy. Yeah. Well, because we'd never experienced it yeah. in our yeah. history yeah. of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking so about, we were having so weird dreams. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, like, really? Yeah. Like what? Just like heaps of different dreams. Like, or, I don't know, it's weird. We're yeah, like I, I would usually way. just have dreams of like, you know, like like a dream or like the other night I had a dream that I was doing a podcast or just things like that are relative to my life. But mm. these other ones were just like, yeah, I can't really recall. They were so long ago now, but they were just real like right. They were just... <laughs> brainwashed yeah they were really <laughs> odd and um and i spoke to you but then i spoke to other people like and asking them and yeah other people Actually, are having different dreams come to think of it because i'm drunk half the time so <laughs> it takes me a while to recall things but i was talking to my friend katie and rhiannon and all three of us were having really weird dreams like early april yeah so like, around that, that like initial around lockdown. that to that was like april. full on lockdown yep. yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. crazy we were all dreaming really weird shit <laughs> yeah and i was just like, you can oh. see why that that suicide thing would be up there you know what i mean like if you've got these people that are like you know single living at home and then they've lost their jobs you know, they don't have a social life or anything or they sort of had a, a small social life and then all of a sudden we're just like stay inside like I I don't know like Melbourne for example Mm. how the fuck are they coping because no Mm. no no same as New Zealand like they were in complete lockdown well Well, we got kicked out out. did you (laughs) yeah yeah so we were over there yeah yeah we were just so fucking lucky Um, we flew in on the fourteenth of March and it was the day before they brought like. The day we flew in, the day before New Zealand said anyone coming in had to, to isolate for two weeks. Mm. So we missed that. Which, and it was fine anyway because mm. we're in the bush. Yeah. We're kind of yeah. – we're not having anything to do with yeah, anyone, anyone yeah. anyway. Um, and then – so when we were in the bush, it like we had hardly any – we didn't have any reception at all. And I had, we had, it was me, Adam, and our eldest Hunter. And I had this feeling that I wanted my other two kids with, with mm. me to begin with mm. anyway. But they were in South Australia at my, with my mum. Yeah, okay. And um, so that was, it was just really hard with everything going on and no, not really any sort of contact with them. And, um, not knowing what's mm. what's happening so it put a dampener on the whole sort of trip like yeah. it was a good trip anyway even though it was unsuccessful yeah. <laughs> um, it was a good trip anyway um but it was just always like every night when we would get back to the vehicle it was at a point on the property where we would get service yeah. and so that was when i would check in with the kids yeah, and everything okay. like that and it was just such a weird weird time because you know i was getting messages from noah come home they're shutting down the borders and this and that and i'm just like the world has gone fucking crazy (laughs) it's the fucking flu like i sort of feel like like no offense i i i feel bad like if anyone's listening and they know that people have had it i'm not trying to downplay it or anything like that but it the fatality of it is mm. like I'm just going off the statistics. Yeah. No offense, but it's not like a death sentence. Yeah. Like people are recovering from it. So yeah. why are we freaking out about this? Yeah. I just don't understand. Why don't we freak about it out about the normal flu? That mm. kills cunts all the time. Mm. Yep. Exactly like it's right, weird. Yeah. 
It's so weird mm. to me that it's been like I know it's super contagious compared to other viruses, but I just don't understand why we've gone to all these yeah. measures, measures of controlling us <laughs> and oh you've got to be this far apart you can only walk <laughs> this way you can only you can't do this you can do that mm. i'm just like fuck scary you. part is you can't see any change like you know what i mean in the future no, like when is no. it gonna like there's no change that you can see that's forthcoming. the mental part of mm. it that is scary like, people can't deal with mm. because there's you can't you, when's it going to be normal? Mm. This is the new normal. Yeah, it's not exactly going right. anywhere. Yeah, what is people, what is it going to be like? Like, after? I was talking to a, a girl messaged me today about oh, I don't know something, and she was like, "Oh no, I'm not going to do that until Corona's finished." And I'm like, "Bitch, it's <laughs> not going to be finished. This is <laughs> this is us now. Yeah, this is this the way is it. it is. Yep. It's not going to go anywhere. It's just." It'll be like 50 years from now instead of being like, oh, you've just got the flu. Oh, what? You haven't got corona? Oh, it's just corona. Uh, yeah, Who cares? Right. Like, really do you know is. what I mean? It's just going to be nothing. Yeah, you're right. I hope. I hope. Yeah, fingers <laughs> crossed. Yeah. When you were talking about like your relationship with your mum and, and your dad, have you ever like, have you ever thought about just reaching out and amending it or, or anything? Oh, like I don't have any issues really mm -hmm. with them. Um, and I do. You just don't have that close bond. I don't have that close bond yeah, with okay. them That's to true. feel like I need them in my life. Yep. If that makes sense. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no, um, like animosity there. Uh, like, I mean, I suppose she's not going to listen to it, <laughs> um, but like <laughs> at a point in my life, which was probably a few years ago, I was like probably when I was getting into hunting or maybe a bit before that, um, I like sort of had eating issues and like a bit of self-confidence issues. And like, I don't want to blame anyone because like, it's always my choice. Yep. Um, but I sort of, like, it's her fault. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I think that, yeah, my mum was fucking tough on me yep. and she's still tough on me, mm -hmm. but I just know, I know that she loves me and I love her. I just don't fucking like her. Yeah. If fair. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah 100%. And she, and I think it's because we're close in personalities and we're very strong opinionated females. So she expects so much from me and it's so hard to live up to that bar mm. that she sets. So nothing I do is ever good enough. Yep. And that's why it's kind of like at that, like I'm different now, but well, a little bit different now, but at that stage of a few years ago, I was just like perfection. I have to be perfect. The house has to be perfect. I have to be a perfect wife, perfect parent. I don't want any, um, I, I just want my, it's nearly like I want my mum to just love me mm. and to say that she approves of me and things that Accept, I do. Like acceptance. Because she never has complimented me. Mm. 
that I can recall. Mm-hmm. I mean, she may have, and she has occasionally. And because I've just been like, oh my God, she's not being negative about something that I've cooked because yeah. it's slightly different to something that she's cooked. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And anything that I do as a parent with her, it's just like, well, I didn't do that. And, well, I had four children and I wasn't gallivanting around and doing this and doing that. and Different times. I eh? wouldn't let my kids do that. And I'm just like, I can't fucking win with you. Mm. Like ever. It's draining. Yeah. Mm. So it's just like, I mean, she doesn't, I, I don't know how to defend her apart from the fact that she's my mom and I love her and she would do anything for me. Mm. Like she would just, at the drop of a hat, she would be there for me. And I love her for that. But she make, she keeps score and she makes me feel fucking bad about it. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I was going to say maybe that's her way of showing love by doing anything for you. But like when you said she keeps score, it's obviously yeah. contradicting yourself if, yeah. <laughs> if that's how you show Exactly, love, so. yeah. At what age did you leave? She's a hard woman. Like, she's lovely. And people are just like, oh, your mom's so nice. And I'm like, yeah, but she does keep score. And it's not – there's always – it feels like it's always conditional, if that makes sense. Do you think that comes from her being, like, the wife of someone in the RAF or – um, I'm not you know quite I mean? sure. I think it's because her mum was a cunt uh, as well. <laughs> Fair enough. That explains us. Explains so itself. it's just, it's just, you know, there it you just go. falls Generic. down the ladder. <laughs> um, like I'm, a f- I, I can be a fucking right cunt. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> so sugar, I'm not sugarcoating it. Like yeah. I can be, I have that, mm. the same viciousness in me the same cold faced i'll fucking i'll like (laughs) i'll just kill you (laughs) with a look or with what i say and stuff like that um the difference is is that i'm aware of it she's not aware she Mm. she's just like that's just the way she is and so now that i'm aware of it I can I can it. actually put myself in check or mm. Adam sort of puts me puts me in check <laughs> and just be is like eh, you're a cunt and I'm like <laughs> well I don't mean to sound like that yeah, yeah. it's just how it comes out and yeah. so once I we like if we have an argument or a fight or something like that he's just like and he bites back at me I'm just like that's uncalled for. I didn't even swear at you or call you names. <laughs> and he's calling me a fucking bitch or whatever. And I'm like, um, I didn't say anything like that. And he's like, it's not what you said. It's how you said yeah, it. Correct. And so it's just that vindictive ice yeah. that I'll put out. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, that's not that's not what my intention was. Yeah. So it's nearly like you've got to change your, your approach. communication mm. with what you're trying to put out there. Yeah. Correct. And because as humans as well, if you feel attacked, you're going to attack back. Instantly. You know what I mean? Go. So, like, when people approach you, you know, at this level, you're going to approach back at that level. Oh, yeah. If not higher. Yeah, exactly. But even your internal dialogue, it's like, 
I'll get shitty at something that Adam would do or wouldn't do. And I'm like, and I immediately just be like, I'll just be fiery. But if I actually stood back and just be like, that's not his intention Mm. for him. He just has overlooked it or whatever. He's not actually being malicious Mm. or anything. And then, but I might just not see that and just fire back. Like, Mm. and I'm like, yeah. And it's nearly like you've just got to take a step back to just Mm. reassess the whole situation and just to think entirely differently because that's how my mum was, that's how her mum was, mm. and just all argumentative and fiery. Mm. Yeah. It's like that. I've said that, said that before on the potty, like like um, having a talk with someone on the phone and you button heads and then I'll go for a run and I'll process it while I'm running and then I'll yeah. come back, oh, catch yeah. my breath, have a shower, yeah. make that call. And then, yeah, have that chit chat about correcting it and everything. Yeah. So you speak on the phone. Yeah. People. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you can text me. Oh really? Yeah. I hate talking on the phone. I don't. No. Okay. I don't like talking on the phone because I can't. Like today on mobile phones, you can't quite hear people, and they drop out. Yeah, it's getting bad. If it's in a text. I've got the concise information that yep. I need to yep. go off. And so I just prefer that. Yeah. I have noticed that actually, even today on the way home, I was on the I phone just, and I was like, fuck, it keeps dropping out, like yeah. bad reception or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I'll just play along like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, <laughs> so it's I that don't conspiracy theory. Saying. Everyone's pushing you to 5G. Saying. It's <laughs> that conspiracy theory. There you go. How about hey? that 5G? Yeah. Like, do you think Created that- COVID, didn't it? Hey. Right? No. It's just a diversion. Yeah. So it just slips in and we don't even notice. <laughs> and all like... these birds are dropping out of the sky. <laughs> oh. It's just like, hey, we haven't flown anywhere. Isn't the air quality really good now? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, crazy. So how'd you and Adam meet? Oh, that's a long story. Yeah, how did you get the most Aussie dude when you disliked Aussie so much? Well, he had really cute hair. <laughs> Did. No. <laughs> Did. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. It's so weird because it's nearly like, I don't know if you guys sort of believe in, you know, what's meant to be in the universe and mm. all that jazz. <laughs> that, that's, um, how, that's how I met Adam as well. So <laughs> while we're both on it, that's how we both met him. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's, it's so weird because I, okay, so I was a retail manager in Canberra at a girl store, Supre. I was just going to say that. I was about to guess that. <laughs> oh, Nothing wrong with that. Um, and so his sister, uh, her best friend, Katie, her best friend worked for me. Her name was Emma. And... Emma, Katie, and my sister all went to the same high school. So we all sort of lived in the suburbs closest to that high school in Canberra. And um, where was it? Uh, like Tuggeranong or whatever it was. Um, and I worked at the local um, shopping mall. And 
I'd seen this kid <laughs> around and I'm like, fuck, that kid's really good looking. Like kid, because I thought he was about 15 because he was hanging out with high school people. <laughs> and I was, how old was I? 20. He's getting roasted here. He's I not know. even defending himself. <laughs> well, I feel like a fucking pedophile. <laughs> He's like, like, really like, yeah. like, he's like a kid. And I happened to see him this one night and I said to my sister, oh, I saw um, that guy that you're friends with, whoever I thought it was. And I was like, he's got really spiky hair. He looks different, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's that guy that you're friends with. And she was like, oh, whatever. And... I'm like, he's really, he's good looking. And she's like, mm, okay. And, <laughs> and I was just, you know, whatever. And then I'd seen him another time and he was with this other girl or whatever and they were just walking sort of past the store. And I think they came in and I was walking out on a break or whatever. And... Um, yeah, so that was the next time I saw him and then um, I was talking to the girl that was friends with Katie and Katie in the store one day and he came up and I was just like, oh, your brother is the guy with the spiky hair. Oh, my God. he! I didn't know that that was him. He's really good looking. And they were like, oh we're setting you up and I'm like uh don't please do not say anything that's super embarrassing I didn't I thought he was 15 years old I didn't know he was 19 and I'm like baby uh, face no. killer oh. yeah a total baby <laughs> and I'm like please don't say anything that's so embarrassing um anyway like that afternoon he comes in to the shop and Fucking smooth operator. <laughs> Legend. He, he compliments my shoes and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no guy's ever complimented my shoes before. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, do you want to come out um, for dinner with me and my boss? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and wow. I was like, that's weird. I don't want to go to dinner with like some stuffy boss. <laughs> but his, like, his boss was like, a 30 like you know a yeah. young guy and his wife and stuff like that and so i was like okay and that's the first time that i've ever actually gone on a date with someone that i didn't know yeah. that well if that makes sense yeah. and yeah it was a great great night and then he came back to my house <laughs> no i lived with my mom but i had like a little granny flat downstairs separate from the house yeah. and we just talked stayed up and talked to like three in the morning yeah. and i'm like no guy that i've ever met has ever told me their life fucking story in one night Who like you are different from anyone that i've ever met and yeah. three three children later and, and the rest we is were history like pretty much <laughs> it was just we were inseparable from then yeah right That's and how so many years? it's nearly like that we didn't like um we basically lived together like immediately mm. so he was at my place for every day for a month 
And then he realized what a cunt my mum was. And he was like, yeah, we've got to get you out of here because this is bad. Mm. And so I moved in with him, like, straight away yeah, right. after a month. Do you reckon, obviously, what, 21 years you've been together? Mm-hmm. So, like, 21 years ago, is it easy to maintain and create a relationship like you have over the years back then compared to now with the social media stuff? Oh, so social media side, that's kind of irrelevant. But at a time when I wasn't involved in social media, I didn't understand it. Mm. And I would be jealous of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you're spending all this time on your phone. Why? Why? Who fucking cares? I'm right here. I'm a real person. Why do you care so much about all these cunts that you don't know? Mm. Like, I'm like, this is bullshit. Um, but now, (laughs) well, it's true. And I would, and previously until I got into hunting, I was always jealous of it. I was Mm. always threatened by it because that would take him away from me. Mm. And so I was always like, if push come to shove, what would you choose? And he's like, um, I would fucking die for you. (laughs) Like, it's not even a thing. And it's only until I've done that. To understand what hunting is, to go oh, I thought I thought it was oh my god, I thought it was gonna fall on your head then. eh? No, um, I thought it was a spider. I was gonna be cool though. Um, and it was only until I got into it that I could actually understand, I guess, what it was about. And even when I first met him, like, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, he was always, like, most people don't know this, but he was illiterate when I met him. Mm. And he could hardly write or spell. And he, bow hunting and wanting him to create a narrative and a story of what he was about and wanting to get more people into it, he, like, taught himself how to, um, like, write stories and stuff like that. So he was always, um, how do you spell, like, all these (laughs) basic words and stuff, and I would sort of help him, and he would write all these stories and send them away to the magazines and stuff that's like cool. that. That's cool. Because he was just so passionate. I wanna get the next gen I wanna get more people into bow hunting and I want them to feel what I feel and be passionate about it and um, get the next generation into it. That's the awesome. The love that, he has for yeah. it. That's super cool. Yeah. How did he get you into it? No, he three, didn't. No, three years ago? <laughs> well, he did, but he didn't. It was basically um, his photography. Yeah, okay. What really, I was just like, yeah, that's amazing. I want to see what you get to see. Mm-hmm. And then because I followed him along, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I want to I wanna see what this is about even more. Yeah. Yeah. So do you um do you have tools that you use to um to keep you know to keep it a powerful relationship and a strong relationship? Um, basically, just communication. Yeah. I would say that's the aspect. That's yeah. the key. Yeah, mm. just uh, like we're two different people. Like 
everyone's different. Um, I'm very, I want to get things out and talk about it straight away. But if he's, if he feels hurt by something that I've said or done, um, he withdraws. Yep. And I just, I'm so fiery and want to just, I'm only angry for like five minutes mm. and then I'm fine. Um, and I just want to get past it. And I, I don't want to dwell on anything and I just want to get it over with because time's like gone. Yep. Um, yeah, so I sort of, I will push to just get squash it. it. Yep. But we don't really fight that much good. anymore. <clears throat> like, I mean, it's just, I just sort of feel like it's just normal relationship fights yep. that everyone would have. I would assume, like sex and money, pretty much. That's that. <laughs> doesn't get enough. Doesn't get enough of either. <laughs> Need more money, more sex. <laughs> oh, bless him. Yeah. <laughs> so, what you've been hunting for three years now? Mm-hmm. You, did you say? You, yeah. How did you find the passion for that? Like, obviously, the photography, but like, was it one of them things that the first time you shot the arrow, you were like, "All right, this is what I want to." want to do or it was the first time I ever went out with my bow um it wasn't even like it's so technical so I practiced a few times at a target once I had my bow all set up and it's kind of scary and technical because it's a it's deadly. It's deadly, yeah. It's deadly. I've seen in his, last, in his stories there the other week, I think it was like a week ago, and he was shooting through the target and into the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. metal barrels and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, with those new arrows. Yeah. They're crazy. Um, it's, good, it's good to actually have those arrows because I always think in my head, now I'm – way more confident for some reason with those arrows because I know how tough they are. But, um, yeah, so I practiced a few times and then we went for a walk and he called in uh, deer and it came up. And when you're practicing, it's so different to something that's alive and moving Mm -hmm. and it's at a different angle and, like, I'm – I was, I still feel like that I'm a novice because I've only been doing it for three years. But um, even thinking back to then, like I probably would have taken the shot now, but back then I'm just like, no, no. It's like it wasn't the right angle and stuff like that. And I was just way too unsure if... I was going to hit it if it was going to die. Like I just didn't want to take that chance on not killing the animal. Mm. And I didn't want to injure it or anything like that. So I just felt like I needed more experience until the next time. Is there a method like with hunting, like, you know, about what you just said, like, about how you kill them and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like without yes. injuring them or something. Is there like yes, a, I was just about yes, to touch on. Yes so a lot of no. people it's that probably so, would be listening to this would be thinking, so what do you mean injure it when you're trying to kill it? But you're trying to kill it as quickly and as fast as possible. And without actually having any experience in the field at all back mm. then, um, that's why I didn't take 
take any sort of shot because yeah. it was sort of um, downhill and he was kind of front on, not quite broadside. And I just didn't feel confident in, mm. in, in me and anything that I could do um, to kill him quickly yeah, right. sort of thing. But now having experience, um, it's so it's so multifaceted and interesting and there's every single time you lo- you're learning all the time. Mm. And that's why I love it. Yeah. And it's hard and it's challenging and it's a emotional roller coaster. It's just all encompassing everything. It's mm. really kind of hard to describe, but Knowing now what I know, yes, I probably would have taken that shot 100%. Where did you shoot your first one? Where Do you remember where you were? Yes. So we were on our neighbor's property, um, close, like where we're at, yep. past Gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I was picking flowers. <laughs> Back to the old yeah, ways. Yeah, it was... <laughs> We'd been hunting during our fellow rut for about uh, four or five days, I think, which is like usually uh, like early April. And it was the last morning that I had. And I was just like, yeah, this is done. It's not happening. I'd had, I think, two shots of like during that time and I missed both of them. So I was just at the point Mm. of not caring. I don't care. It's not happening, whatever. And I'm just going to pick flowers. (laughs) And then um, this Adam was like, Oi, oi, there's a fellow buck up there. And, And he called it in and I was like, oh, fuck. And I like dropped the flowers. Hours, <laughs> and um, he called this fellow buck in, and he I can't I can't even remember how it because it's nearly like it I blocked it out what Adam anything that Adam was telling me, um, but I'm pretty sure he would have said you know when to pull back mm. and how far away it was and everything like that, and so I would have just done everything that he said mm. and I shot it and he was like oh, shot it in the heart you shot it in the heart it's doing the death run it's doing the death run i'm like what the fuck's a death run <laughs> i was gonna and say I'm he like, would have been fucking super i had stoked. no idea i'm like how do you know that it's in the heart how do you know that it's doing that that's, that's <laughs> i thought that i missed it because the arrow moves so far it's yeah. only now having shot so many things and having so many misses and everything like that, that I can actually know if I've hit something to missing something. So I was like, no, I missed him. I missed him. (laughs) And I was like, no, you didn't. (laughs) And yeah, so. He would have been super stoked, pumped. He cried. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just in shock. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I did that. <laughs> like I've heard him um, talk about you guys going on a hunt on Rogan and um, the passion he has when he explains it and talks about it. And, it's um, so yeah. sweet because he, he loves me getting something more than he likes to get something. Yeah. So he just gets really pumped and super emotional 
yeah. whenever I do. Yeah. yeah. As you would though. Like yeah. it's been a passion for his for how long and when your partner finally gets that same passion and, and you know, like or it'll probably take him back to when he shot his first one. Exactly. You know I mean? So like, it's just like him nearly like reliving mm. all of his first because yeah. Everything is a first for me. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is the first time I've killed a pig or a fox or a rabbit or whatever. Yeah. So you pretty so. much just live off off the animals you kill? Off like elk and all that or? Uh, Buffalo yes. and that? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm, um, I don't eat pigs because they eat, I don't know what they're eating. So Everything. I, I, yeah, exactly. Mm. So they eat each other. Yep. And rotted out shit. But, um, and foxes I don't eat because they're the same. Uh, but I'll eat anything else. Yeah, all game yeah. meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, so whenever I, ki- I like, no offense guys, but I hate pigs. <laughs> like, I actually hate them. Um, only because I'm terrified of them. Mm-hmm. And I know way too many stories about people being attacked by them. Yep. Um, People like Adam and his mates. <laughs> and I've just heard way too many stories, so I'm like fucking petrified. Because they're small and you can't see them and they've got these big things and they can tear your shit up. Yeah. Um, so they're scary to me and I just want to kill them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I don't... And pork is like the only meat that I just... I, I don't even eat bacon mm. because I just don't – it's not that I don't like it and I have had it. I just never feel like it, mm. if that makes sense. Yep. I'm just like, yeah. Meh. I can leave it and not eat it easily. I occasionally get some buffalo from the game butcher up here um, on your way to Katara. Like water buffalo or bison? Bison. Yeah, nice. So, nice. um, yeah. Not Can bad. I take a wee break? Go for it. Yeah. Am I allowed to? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Do you just pause it? No, no we'll just right. keep talking. We'll just oh, keep okay. Yeah. All right. We'll just keep it rock and rolling. There's, right. um, there's no need to pause. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Is that allowed? Yeah. Go for oh, it. Oh, good. Oh, good. We'll just talk about our day. Yeah. I got a cool message and stuff today, so it's all good. Okay. Yeah, we'll just Where's discuss. Just behind yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. Don't fall down the hole. <laughs> Elaborate. What message? Um, as I showed you at the gym, sorry guys, I'm eating peanuts, eh? Like, I'm starving, man. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to eat them, actually. I hope they're gluten free. <laughs> you do this stuff, man. the first nuts you had in your mouth? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky bugger. No, um, yeah, so when I rocked up this morning at the gym, and um, so last night we were, so last night when I um jumped into bed, I quickly got on facey, and I had a um. A message from the old boy mm-hmm. and um because he's back in aussie now and he's um he's out of quarantine so i thought hey what's up what's happening and um yeah sent me a message where's my phone i'll read um so he basically yeah hang on let me just get messenger up sorry guys um yeah so he just um obviously like from previous episodes and that um i sort of touched base on my relationship with with the old girl and then with with me old boy um yeah so he just uh, sent me a message that said um you know just listen to the to podcast one um you know makes me sad and proud at the same time 
Um, I'm sorry I did not do better um, job, but um, everyone, you know, has a story and, and you know, life gets away from you. Um, and then he ended up with Love You. And that's what I said to you at the gym. Like, I can't. I can't recall, like, when I have it, try and have a good think about it. Like, I can't really recall the last time or any time that he's ever said those words to me, like, love you. Yeah. Mm. So it's a pretty, pretty heavy message to get. That's what I said to you earlier this morning. I was like, um, I think by people, here, like, especially people that are affected by the story that you tell, like, whether it be your father, whether it be your mother, whether it be my mother, whether it be anybody, it opens up. Channels of room, for, yeah, room for them to yep. be able to think back about what they could have changed, or do you know what I mean? And um, I think that's a special part, a special thing about this stuff. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, someone asked me today, you know, what's your podcast about, and it's hard to elaborate because it's about everything. We've had a fair few diverse people on here, mm. and um, it's but just, it's, it's all about a story. Everyone's got a story, and yep. your about story, childhoods, but um, your yeah. story is your story, and um, you know everyone's got their like authentic story. So yeah, it's exactly. pretty special, man. It's um yeah, it was. I mean, it was um it's a pretty heavy message to get. So um, you know, and obviously it would have um probably taken a bit for him to write. Yeah. So um nuts. No, yeah, it was cool to read, eh? And um, yeah, makes me you know we'll probably try and I think he's up north now, up at his house at Iluka, so we'll probably try and catch up soon. Yeah, I'm gonna take the young fella up there for a weekend, take the Friday off or the Monday off or something, and scoot up there, and then we'll have a probably a bit of a in depth chat yeah. and um, and catch up. So yeah, pretty cool, man. How good's that? What else is new? Yeah, real good. So um, yeah, no, it's fucking good, eh? Like it's um, yeah, and even like the relationship with me old girl, like we um, you know, last week um, we had her, my auntie, her sister's funeral, and um, just from the self growth over the last. Uh, 12 months 12 14 months i really um sort of could acknowledge it and and seen it firsthand yeah. um you know just just sitting at that funeral when um you know and and when the emotions were coming over me and usually i would probably try and suppress that sort of stuff yeah yeah that's cool um yeah i'd probably usually try and take that wine you know you want the wine <laughs> um yeah i would usually try and like um suppress them emotions and that sort of thing but um a lot of awareness around me now so like at that point in time i just was like you know what no you don't suppress this sort of emotion you um you know you release it you let it out yeah and it's okay to let it out so um that was good awareness for me there and that's pretty much based on like you know my self-improvement over the last 12 months but then also to be you know i felt like i was um for the first time, like in my life, I was like able to be my mum's rock that day. Yeah. Um, you know, giving her a hug there at the at the end of the funeral, and um, and when we could touch the casket before we walked out, yeah. and um, you know, she 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 was obviously very upset, but she didn't really want to go up, mm. and then I could just you know embrace a hugger, and you know, and have that chat with her, you know, about you know this is this is where we let it out and. Know, this is where we say that goodbye don't don't hold resentment later on in life that you didn't do it right now and um and got to walk her over to the um, casket so mm. it was good do you reckon you you would have had these conversations and this connection with your mum both your mum and dad if you if you didn't talk about that stuff on the podcast or do you think it would have just gives, been gives them a chance to know my side and well, when i say my side like how i felt yeah everything. without 
having that conversation. Without having that conversation. And we have me like, you know, look, I know my dad listens to this yeah. now. Um, after that message last night. <laughs> first one anyway. Yeah. Taking yeah. me a while to get this one. <laughs> Took him a while to work out how to download it. He's <laughs> all about the land. He's not very tech savvy, but that's okay. I wouldn't change a thing there. Um, but I'm not sure if the old girls listen to it. Yeah. I think she ate. The other week I took yeah. the young yeah I, I, yeah yeah so I was telling you the other day like the other week um took the young fella up there and and we're having lunch out the back and everything and then um little man's gone in to play with the toys and, and it was just the old girl and me just sitting in the little alfresco area out the back and um yeah like there was just awkwardness like you know when you can feel it in the air like you can just feel it you know what I mean and like instantly I just sort of said to myself like oh yeah, she's definitely listened to it, you know, but like nothing was brought up. So, but, um, but that's all right, you know, it's, um, it's not about like, you know, just nutting everything out the ballpark first go. It's just small steps and it's we'll about, get there. It's so. about you letting, letting it out yourself, but it's, um, yeah, yep. Not, you know, that stuff will come when it's meant to come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's, um, yeah, not about, Having to deal with it all at once. No, no. Still that's a, that's a lot of um, that's a lot of uh, emotions flying around trying to deal with that all at once. So for sure. Yeah, but um, no man. But other than that, yeah, no, like, life's good, man. Life's yeah. good, man. You know what? Last Wednesday turned thirty-four. Yeah. And then um, yeah. Then what did we do Thursday? We had um two podcasts on Thursday, so we drove drove down to Cronulla. You had oh, one, actually you had one and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> One and one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did we do? We drove. Um, oh no, we did a potty here first in the morning. A um, couple of good ones coming up, actually. Yeah, no, they would have been. They are. No, they would have been by the time this drops. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah actually, yeah, they would have been. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that was a solid one in the morning with Nez, and yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm sure we'll get some good. Or I'm sure we would have had good feedback from that now. And then, um, then we decided to go and get some some sushi. <laughs> Over at Lambton, I wish I knew the place so I could give it a good plug. That's me go to. Yeah, it used to be mine too, not no more. And then, um, then we drove to down. I'm to not Cronulla. giving up on it that easy. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> then we drove down to Cronulla to do um do a podcast down there with um with Trav. Yeah, and um yeah, ten minutes in, I had to bail, <laughs> bail <laughs> and sit in the gutter throwing up. <laughs> you so, missed it too. It was a fucking crack. Yeah, oh, I can't wait to listen. So yeah, no, but um, yeah, it is what it is. So yeah. What about you? What's been happening? Nah, same old, same old. Not like I don't know. Nah, <laughs> actually been getting into running a little bit lately. Yeah, chasing that energy. Chasing energy. Shout out to Big OC for a little tea. Um, Are we? Yeah, just fucking finding that energy, you know, like I'm trying to, it's good because I've been trying to hold myself accountable by um, like, you know, saying I'm going to go for a run and then like I post it and then this morning it was fucking tough. I, I talked to you at the gym, I you know, I was two k's in. I just wanted to stop, and like my head's like trying to make excuses, like it always does, because I fucking hate running. And I was like, you know, oh, I'll just go to three k and, and then go and do some weights. And I'm like, fuck that. And then I, you know, I jumped on Insta and put a put a video up. And I was two k in. And I was fucking struggling. And you know, like I want to get to five k. And once I post that, I fucking found another wind because it's like, all right, I've said it now, I have to do it. Accountability, man, it's fucking key, hey. It really is. For me, yep. um, it's key. I, um, if I don't say it, I won't do it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a gunner person. I was, I was gonna do the. I was gonna go for a run. I was but too cold. I was gonna do. You know, just fucking make. We're gonna do a vlog. Go yeah. to the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but we're gonna start a podcast, and we did so. Yeah, that's um accountability stuff, you know. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, that's where I hold. But yeah. other than that, yeah, fuck, it's good. I've been doing a sixteen eight fast. This is um, nearly been doing it for a month now. Yep. Dropped four kilos so far, and I'm not doing it for weight. I'm doing it for mindset. Yeah, okay. So when you say 16-8, what's that mean? Uh, so I fast for 16 hours yep. and I can eat for eight. Yeah, right. Not constant, but mm. it's um, I don't eat after 7 o'clock at night and I can eat after 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, okay. So it's it's changed my mindset, especially because I drive around a lot quoting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's made me change my mindset like so I don't – eat out of convenience or i don't eat out of boredom anymore yeah and um so it's pretty good it's fucking been awesome like i said i'm nearly a month in and dropped four kilos and started running so it should strip off a little bit more but like i said it's more of a mindset change not yeah, a creating a habit yeah creating habits like that mm-hmm. like listen to that book said so yeah that's like um yeah well i found out shoot i found out i was celiac too yeah i know that's mm-hmm. crazy so that's fun yeah how'd that happen <clears throat> How'd it happen? So I'm back from doing my <laughs> massive shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Yes. I just blocked up their toilet. No, I didn't. Did you have enough toilet paper for them or what? There was none. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I love it. <laughs> Adam's one lucky man. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, man. You haven't even cracked the surface. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, um, I went I'm to- disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Cunts. <laughs> um, so I went to Japan in Feb. I just Ooh. did a um, did pretty much like a two week solo trip. Like what did you do? Um, so where did you go? So the in first Japan. yeah the first week I so I stayed in Shinjuku. Okay, um, I'll just be okay. So, yes. I don't know where that is. Um, so part of Tokyo <laughs> province. So you know okay. if you got like Newcastle Merriweather, you'd have like Tokyo and then Shinjuku. Cool. Um, so yeah, stayed so there for a week. How far away is that? From, oh, so it's like on the outskirts? Um, of Tokyo itself? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, by train, maybe like 10, 10, 12, 15 minutes. Okay. Mm. Um, so, yeah, stayed there for a week. And look, I my intentions were to go and look at a lot of culture, but like just the city was just gobsmacking. Um, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Just lights everywhere, music, um, you know, coming from a building that's, you know, however many feet tall. Um, it was just a crazy wild nightlife over there. So I did a lot of exploring through the through the day, through the cities, trying out some nice restaurants and that. And then at night, I'd just, um, I'd literally just gaze up at the at the buildings and just keep walking. Um, and then the second... So you were by yourself? Yeah. 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 And then, cool. then the second week, um, I went up into um, Nagano, up into Hakubar snowboarding. So... Yeah, did a week up there. First time ever seeing snow or anything. So wow, mm, that's yeah. crazy that you went to Japan and that was the first time you saw snow. Yeah, like I, I've, like I guess you could go to America, but I mean, like you know, it's like we have snow here. Yeah, yeah, I know, but um, no, I mean, just in traveling yeah. wise, like you yeah. know, like America, Europe, but to me, it just it's familiar, like a, like Australia. You know what I mean? Like Japan, like different language completely different culture like whole another planet wait did you have like anxiety and like 
No. Anything? No. Was I talking to you about? I don't know if I was talking to you about. I don't. I would oh, be it might have been Kyle actually. Nervous to go to mm. a, a country, a non-English speaking country. Not one problem. By yourself. No. Didn't even think of it. So so funny. I think I was telling you, but I was telling Kyle as well when he called me for my birthday. Was um, I don't like if I book a holiday, I don't even think about it. Like that no, was me. Yeah. yeah until it's until you like, got off the tarmac. Yeah. Until like I get like once I got off the plane and like I was on the tarmac and I was like, oh, like shit, yeah, like I'm in Japan. But before that, you know what I mean? Like I don't allow myself to get excited or anything. I just like. Right. Yeah, I don't process yeah. it or anything. So, I, yeah, I didn't overthink anything and I, that sort of I'm thing. I'm the exact same. Mm. Oh, are you excited about this and that? I'm like, yeah. I don't really, like, yeah. because I'm so busy, but I don't actually feel that excitement until I'm actually going. Mm. Yeah. And then I'll sort of be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. but um, as in the language barrier, that was fine. Yeah. And, and. Like, you just point. Just like yeah, I'll have that, you know. But, you're just like doing all mm. theatrics. But extremely friendly, like extremely friendly. Like they would, they're one dude. Like they he will just walk, bend over backwards for yeah, you. Yeah, he walked 15 minutes out of his way to put me on the right platform at one point. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. So Adam's been to Japan and he's like, oh, I want to get you to Japan and. Oh yeah, amazing! Like I want to like, go back next February. But, but obviously. anyone that I've spoken to that has been to Japan is just like wants to go back. Mm. It's incredible, like, mm. absolutely yeah, incredible. That's what I. That's what I've mm. heard. And then up in the snow, yeah, the snow was good. It's good. Um, trying to teach himself how to snowboard, so <laughs> that was good. <laughs> they would have been like cracking up me trying to put me buddy boot on into the snowboard. Oh, I had no idea. Like literally no idea. <laughs> Like, so it, like the boots there and the bit folds up the top and then your feet go in and you sort of put the clips over it. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't realise that. So the, like the top flaps down, that's supposed to support the back here. And I'm like trying to fit my foot underneath it, slipping on my ass, you know, like, yeah, I had no, no idea. idea. Nah, so, but, um, What's yeah. the food like though? Like traditionally, like, because from what I've heard with, Adam, but I don't think he was like like ramen and that or no, just like or the taste. Everything's raw. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like everything's yeah, there raw. There is like in the ramen soups and that they um they some of it's cooked. Yeah, but um, yeah, because Adam was just like the flavors. I see rice more, more fucking. <laughs> Yeah, but um, the flavors in it, yeah, incredible. Up in Hakubar, yeah. we went to a to a sushi restaurant, and um, yeah, it was it was mind blowing. Mm. Yeah, unbelievable. But they don't have um. Like here, we have sushi trains and all that sort of yeah, thing. Um, yeah, they don't have that over there. Yeah, like, no, it's like, probably, um, I guess, like revised for yeah, for us for mm. us to eat. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's a lot of um raw stuff. Mm, that's okay. Crazy. You just give it a crack, try it. Like you know, what the um so octopus there's, and there's a type of deer that live in Japan that Adams hunted before called um seeker deer. Yep. Have you ever heard of no. them? And um, he went over to Japan and hunted seeker deer. And I had, like, I still don't really know that much about that kind of deer or anything like that or what the bush is like. And um, but just Adam's stories from I'm just like it just seems like out of this world mm. about what's in the bush over there. And wherever like the it, bush is like from the like airport in, in japan like you know that they have the largest deadliest most aggressive bear in the world no 
No. It's funny, like when I was on the ski lift going up the mountain and I was going no, through the trees and I'm like, like, there'd be fucking bears up here for sure. No, legitimately, like a full, like, you, you know how you hear, oh, grizzly bear and this and that. These bears that they have in Japan are like Crazy. so much bigger than grizzly bears and way aggressive. Yeah, right. Like deadly it's scary. And when Adam was, I'm like, I'm not fucking going there. <laughs> Has he seen like, one? Did he see one over there? No. Crazy. Um, I don't think he saw, oh, this is going to sound weird. Um, seen Bigfoot? He didn't see, I don't think he saw a bear, but he saw like Something. Um, a, a kill, like a human yeah. kill from one of those bears like yeah, wow. hectic. remains hectic yeah like um one of the nights there like like all day we we're on the on the beers and then um one of the girls at the backpacker yeah, you hostel drink. do you want some wine oh no i don't drink oh yeah oh so oh. other people were on the beers oh. or you where was the beers oh no sorry i'm like what beers no yeah but uh, since i come back i haven't drank oh um, okay like I'll drink on certain special occasions, like yeah. yeah. But like, so you're like every other bow hunter that I've ever. Met. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and she lost her phone up the mountain and like snowboarding, and then so some locals had found it, and they lived, you know, maybe a twenty minute walk, mm-hmm. and it was like raining and obviously dark when we went. It was like ten o'clock. We went looking for her phone, so we're just like Google Maps on on our Did phone. Did she have that? Um, where's my iPhone? Or oh, no. So some people were messaging her on Facebook and that. So then they just kept contacting every message to say, oh, she's lost the phone. It's here. We've got it. Rah, rah. And then it ended up being someone from the backpacker hostel actually tried to message her. And oh, then they messaged okay. them and like, oh, oh we've so got your phone. Pick, they picked yeah. it up. Yeah. So then we were walking to go in and like there was some streets where there might have been just one house and then bushes and that. And I said that to like to um Josh and Emma at the time. I was like... I'm like, I probably should Google if there's fucking bears around here, eh? Like, <laughs> like it's pretty dark and shit, man. Like, yeah, yeah it's interesting. But there you go. Did you know that in Japan they have this bug that will kill you? Probably got it. Well, that's well. So going back no, to your no, question, like it will, like it's like a wasp thing. Oh, really? And if it's if it stings you, um. It's nearly like it doesn't kill you, but if it stings you again, it will fucking kill you. Yeah, right. So you sound like Joe Rogan talking about Australia right now. <laughs> You're just talking about Japan. <laughs> hey. Yeah, we've got well, fucking snakes and know. crocodiles yeah, and shit. And that's why I'm just like, oh, Japan seems so scary to me. No, no, it's fine. But it's um, nah, amazing place. But yeah. I got a parasite infection over there. And, um, and then when I come back and got tests, so then they were like, you've got low iron. So I had to, um, you know, eat a lot more red meat and everything. And then, mm. um, I did that. And then did you have to have to supplement it with like an iron tablet? No, no. He just said, try it. Like, cause when he said, what's your diet like? And I didn't really have much red meat in my diet. Okay. So I was like, okay, we'll try it. And then, um, so I did that and then I, I've gone back and he said, oh, you've got high gluten levels. Okay. Um, so then, which I was having a lot of pasta. Oh, right. So it made sense to me. And then I was sort of, I was having bread. Like this is when I was like, it was COVID lockdown working from home. So I was having a lot of sandwiches and that for lunch yeah. or snacking. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So then he said, you've got high levels come, um, just do your normal diet and we'll see what they're like in two months time. And then, yeah, I got the test back like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. And what yeah, was that? Uh, that I'm celiac. So, mm, but it's, yeah, so I probably shouldn't be eating some of those nuts, <laughs> to be honest. Um, that's why them chips are just still staying there, like mm. not touched. Oh, I'm craving them. But um, yeah, so How I got to cut you, gluten and everything. Did you have a blood test? Yes. Or, yeah. 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 Specifically for that? Specifically for that. But he said if it shows like there was a certain reading and if it was a bit below, but it was still sort of high, um, he can send me away and get my gut scraped. Uh-huh. Um, and then that's a definite hundred percent answer. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, he said, you don't need to go that far. Mm. So yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. So interesting. it's in everything. Like yeah. it's no unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, went out for dinner for my birthday the other week and like my menu's when one was your birthday? last Wednesday. So the August 20th. 19th. Oh, okay. Mm. And so you're um, a Leo. I'm a Leo. Yeah. Rah. Wow. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm like one my menu. Bitches that like do horoscopes. You're one of them ladies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I I, <laughs> I say bitches like as a term of endearment. It's like cunt. It's like the same thing. Jesus. It's the same it. thing. Yeah, true. Like I'm just like we're all bitches and cunts, yeah. but I mean it in the nicest way. <laughs> <laughs> Love the mouth. <laughs> they were right. They were right, eh? Oh, God. Shout out to Katie. It's true. It's true. Yeah, love you, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> but she is my best friend. Like, it's weird because she's, you know, like in-laws and stuff like that. And you're just like, oh, fucking in-laws. Um, but she is my actual best friend. And I've known her since she was 14. Yeah, right. Like for like I've known her for however long I've been with Adam. Yeah, and she's just yeah, she's my bitch. How good's that? Amazing. That's mad. She but lives in um, Windsor in the UK. Oh near, really? Near London. Yeah. Okay. So I was I was curious. I was thinking when you were going to message her, I was like, fuck, yeah, is she going to be asleep? Yeah, I didn't know that. No. <laughs> yeah. I sent her a big novel too. <laughs> Sorry about the novel. But Did no, you she... get anything back from Rhiannon? No. Oh, okay. No. Fucking slack bitch. Uh-huh. Rhiannon, yeah. you're slack. <laughs> but um, Adam gave me some good stuff and um, told me an interesting fact actually that you, walk, no. that you walked 120 kilometres uh, across the Arnhem Land. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? With just yeah. a backpack? Yes. Tell us about that. That was surreal. Um, That was last, the end of last July. And it was the first time I'd ever like done anything like that with like, normally when I go hunting, I'm a bit of a silver spoon hunter as in um like glamping so no like <laughs> as in adam always does all the foreground yeah. and so he knows what to expect and everything like that and so i've never actually that was the my first time of ever actually um carrying everything that we're going to live out of for the next week on on me mm. and on him and we were like camping and moving camp and then packing down and then moving camp and walking but hunting at the same time so that was all 
a huge first for me. And even being in Arnhem Land is just like I had no idea what that was or what it would mean to me or anything like that. And it was huge. Like I don't want to sound corny, but it was hugely spiritual because Mm. it felt like we were the only two people on this planet. Mm. It was weird and it was like no other man was where we were or has been where we were. And it was it was crazy. It was Mm. intense and amazing and just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone um, is – and then knowing that you can do that is just like, well, I can fucking do anything. Yeah. Like I can do anything now because I did that. And, um, yeah, it's just crazy. It's just you can't. Put it into words. You can't really put it into words unless you actually do it. Was it hard to adapt back to city life when you? No. No? no. It's never hard. It's just like, oh, oh shower, water, <laughs> how, it's how many days? It's all great. Hell. Um, I think six days. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And yeah. the like, it was just Adam and I and yeah. that, that was it. So it was just weird, but cool. Um, and I'm always like so stressed out in normal life and everything that's thrown at you. But it, and it's so stressful being out there. Um, but it's a different stress level, if that makes sense. Yep. It's like you don't have all these. You know, mom, do this. You've got to do this. You're going to pick up this. And da, 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 da. it's like, um, we need water. Where's water? Like, that's your main fucking focus. Mm. Like, uh, apart from like hunting and, and doing what you're there to do, yeah. it's just like, well, we need water. We need to sterilize that water and make sure that we have enough for the day and know where it is to go back to. Mm like throughout the day to get more water. I was drinking like five, six liters of water a day. It's like a lot. It's a lot when it's scarce. And him. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And th- that's the first realization of water is life. Yeah. Like you are so dependent on water and liquid to survive that most people don't grasp at all. Mm. So wait, were well, you about. when you were doing that trek? Were you just hunting and living off that food through the trek, or? Uh, we had dehydration yep. meals, yep. and um, but obviously, whatever we killed. How are they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no comment. No. Um, so the dehydration meals—they're okay. They're just like it's just like you're hungry, yep. and we had like you know, protein bars and and nut bars and all that sort of jazz and everything like that. But um, it gives you a new appreciation of actual food and enjoying it yep. and stuff like that. And you get really sick of protein bars uh-huh. <laughs> and all that. Like, I'm just like, if I ever see that brand again or someone offers me that i'm just like nah 
can't, get I away. Can't, you can't actually eat it anymore because yep. you've just eaten it too much. Mm. Does so it make you appreciate like the little things when you do come back? Like like you said, like just being able to turn a tap on and get water and stuff oh, like that. Like unbelievable. Mm. Like it's crazy. It's just like a shower. Yeah. Like it's we just take a miracle. Them things for granted, don't we? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. It's it's um but you have to do that to realise that mm. for some reason. I don't know. Is it important that you get your kids to do that growing up like are you get like you know is that why you take them out there or is it just let them run their own course and whatever they want to do well the thing is is that like adam's never sort of made me be the person that i am he's very um do what you want to do sort of thing and that's the way we are as parents as well so we've never like we've exposed them to to different things and we want to see where that may take them Mm -hmm. and what that sparks in them and to see if they enjoy that like i'm not saying that this is for everyone because it might not suit everyone i love it he loves it Mm. um i hope our kids get into it one day because i sort of feel like that like no offense to anyone else, but I sort of feel like it's a waste if you're not actually experiencing those things in life, mm. pretty much. And I just feel like it's just, I don't know, like a waste and a dead life sort of thing. Mm. Like it's not anything. That was my next question. Like, what's your biggest highlight or most memorable experience so far? Other than having kids and meeting Adam? Um, (laughs) Well, it would definitely be a hunting experience because there's not... Like, I love, you know, my friends and all the memories that I've had with them and stuff like that, but it's kind of... It's not living. It's it's shallow. Mm. It's a little bit shallow. And because I've been deeper than that, that's what I... That's what I prefer. That's what I strive towards. Mm. So um, my favourite experience to date is definitely Arnhem Land because that's just Mm. unbelievable and an amazing experience and, a well, like I don't really like to sort of toot my own horn or anything like that, but not many females has has actually done that. Mm that I know of, um, props to anyone that has, um, but yeah, so that's, I'm just like, I can't believe that I did that. Mm. Um, and last year we went to New Zealand in November and it was the second time I went there and we were hunting tar, mm-hmm. Himalayan tar. Have you, do you know what they are? Um, Basically, they're an introduced species in New Zealand and they're from the Himalayas and they're like a fancy goat. <laughs> mm-hmm. They kind of look like a goat but like a lion because they've got this big fluffy Flip mane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Adam's hunted them for a few years and I was like, I want to tar, I want to go mm-hmm. tar hunting. And so we lined this 
hunt up and on public land and in New Zealand. Have you guys been to New Zealand? No, no. That's oh my I'm God, hanging. That's for the real? next. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. mate. I just... mean, I can't really talk because the first time I went there was last year. So. <laughs> um, but, but it's, it's just amazing, like, incredible scenery. You know we're selling our house, mm. and if I can't find property near Newcastle that we like, I'm fucking moving to New Zealand, like hands down. That, that was one of my questions, house, actually. I'm just, I'm like, I hate the cold, but it's just amazing over yeah. there. The people are amazing, super friendly, um, just the scenery, the animals that you can hunt, the public land that you can hunt. It's just next level amazing and so the government have put in um fyi i'm mad at the government at the moment because <laughs> they're killing all the time but the government have um put in huts all over the country on public land um so if you're a hunter or a hiker or a camper or whatever you can just go to these places and there's these huts that you can just stay in. And That's so cool. you don't have to yeah. have camping gear and all that jazz. Yeah. And so you just go from hut to hut and sort of just stay yeah, there. Stay there yeah. And then, uh, so it's just amazing. So we chop it in. It was the first time on a helicopter and that was pretty weird <laughs> it was a weird have you guys yeah. been on helicopters yeah, no not a helicopter I haven't. Oh, yeah. fuck. it's it's, it's kind of it's it's definitely mm. different it just feels like this little bubble floating <laughs> through the air mm -hmm. it's so weird and so we um we were staying at this hut that adam had intel on that it's a good area to hunt sort of tar in the new zealand spring so it was when was it? Like the end of November, mid-November to the end of November last year. And being the Aussie that I am, I was like, oh, spring, it's going to be warm. <laughs> I didn't take like a coat or anything. <laughs> I had like pants and like underlayers and stuff like that. But I had no, I was like, fuck, it's cold. <laughs> I had nothing. I didn't have a coat or anything. And so I scab I scabbed gear. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. And so the first day I was wearing um, like our mate's big fucking puffy jacket uh, or whatever it was. <laughs> and I wore that. And then I scabbed another mate's like big jacket and i was like yeah i'm keeping this one because i like it huh. um but next to arnhem land that was that was like my most favorite favorite trip did you get um, one no fuck yeah i can't <laughs> yeah, mad. i can't i i it still seems really surreal to me that that it even happened because uh we were only there for it was like on day two, the night of day two that that I got mine. Um, but the first day of actual hunting, it was like from dark till dark. And it seemed like that first day was a week long. Just drag. Because the, the sun doesn't go down to like nine o'clock. And that whole day, it was like we experienced 
everything in the elements that could mm. possibly give us like snow, wind, rain, like mountains, yeah. flat yeah, land, shale, yeah. tussock grass. Like it was just insane. And I, it was comical yeah. because it was so out of this world that I'd never experienced yeah. before. And like just going up a mountain took two hours. But if it wasn't like 80 mile per hour winds <laughs> in me, it would have taken like 20 minutes. It was crazy. Cool, crazy. cool experience. Yeah. yeah. And because I'm old as fuck, I, on day two, <laughs> coming down a mountain, I was running. I don't know if you've ever run down like shale mountains or anything I like that. I ran down the vol- Mount Batu in Bali. The volcano we went right up the top and then we me and the guide just yeah, legged it from the top yeah so when you run down mountains and like the ground sort of moves underneath yep. you as well it's like you can't actually stop <laughs> and i have bad knees and i think like it didn't initially hurt at that time but because i was putting so much stress on my knees like the first day and the second day um, so I developed like this knife stabbing pain behind my right knee and I took Nurofen and stuff like that in the middle of the day when we we're having a break and I was just like, I'm fucked. I can't actually bend my knee without being in any sort of pain and I'm in New Zealand. So <laughs> there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Everything is like side of the mountain or going up the mountain or down a mountain. It's not... Like it looks like, oh yeah, that'll be fine. But it when you're actually physically doing it, it's it's really hard. And I was like in tears that mm. afternoon on the second day, and I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't actually do this. And Adam spotted some tar, and then we also spotted another group of tar. And Tyler and Cam, our mates, were going to go after that group of tar and we were going to go after this group. So Cam I was like, oh, okay. And it took like so much because when you're in pain, all you're thinking about is the pain that you're in mm. at that time. You can't actually switch, switch off, that yeah. off. And, yeah, so the whole time I'm just side-saddling in pain, crying (laughs) and just being like, you know, you'll get there. And the only thing that you can think is that once upon a time you won't be in pain, so it'll be okay. Mm. It's just right now you're uncomfortable and you're in pain. Um, And then we got into a position and we could, like Adam sort of, Oh fuck! He's he's like Doctor Doolittle. He's just like he <laughs> can re- he can read animals and what they're gonna do and where they're gonna feed mm. and everything like that. Like I would have no idea. Just experience yeah. years and years. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And he's like, okay, well, they were feeding towards us, and then they sort of turned off. And he's like, okay, so they're feeding up a bit higher, so we're gonna have to go a bit bit more after. All that, I'm just like, oh, I, I'm like, I can't, I can't actually keep going. I, uh, like, yeah. how much further are we talking? Because <laughs> I can't do it. And he's like, it's just a bit further. And I'm like, 
like crying and I'm like, okay, okay, let's do it. And I was using, like Adam had a, one of those walking, like hiking stick things or snow sticks or whatever they are. And on my bow, I have a quiver, it's called a quiverizer. And so my arrows are in it and, but it, it stabilizes your bow at the same time. So I was using that and then his stick to crutch my way, uh, like legit tears coming out of my eyes and I'm crutching my way up this hill to get to these tar. And then, so we got into a different position and they were like, you could, they were so, I couldn't see them at all. And, but you could hear them Mm. eating the grass and so I knew that they were close. And so whenever Adam told me to pop up, and that's that's when I was gonna gonna go for it. And so he did that, and I just pulled back, and it was like twenty. It was only 20, 20 meters, say, um, away. And I shot, and it dropped the tar immediately. And he was like, get another arrow on. Cause he thought that I spined it. I don't know if you know what that means. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you hit it in the spine, they like lose feeling in their leg and leg back legs and they drop down. And like, I have no experience. So if he's like, get another arrow on, it means, Oh, I haven't shot yeah, it right. Yeah. And I need to like yeah. shoot it again. And I was just like so adrenaline and upset and in pain. <laughs> I could I could hardly even pull back my bow, and um, it sort of rolled kind of past us a little bit. And then I pulled back, and then I shot it in the neck. And but previously I shot it what I thought was a good shot, and obviously it died. And it the first shot mm. did kill it and it didn't spine it it just um locked up the shoulders so it dropped and that's that's why it dropped and yeah and i was just like bawling like a baby and just like i can't believe that that i actually pushed myself to that point Mm. where i um did that (laughs) so it was the mind's a powerful thing for me yeah exactly and that's that's what I was thinking the whole time and ever since then I'm just like if you can do that and push past the pain and keep going then you're okay yeah. and you can you can do anything <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it so tell us a bit about the the house you've got um past scone it's like full off the grid what um what brought you to to oh put God. that together um just Adam's crazy, <laughs> crazy thoughts and dreams, and mm. <laughs> um, I can't even remember when it was. It was a long time ago, like five years ago. He took us out there. No, so he was like, "I'm gonna buy um, old mate's property that he had access to," and I was like, oh, "Okay," and like I had no interest in anything back then i was just like oh whatever i'm like oh okay if we can afford it um so we went in on this property with two other families as well and bought the property and um he's like i'm gonna build this cabin and 
yada, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, he dragged up these big, uh, I don't even know what they are, like concrete, no, not concrete, steel, like sort of foundation bed things. And he's like, I'm going to put it, put this big hut here and it's going to look out there and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so on and off for like six months, he was just up there yeah. doing his thing and building this cabin. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't actually go up there. Like, I feel bad for him because I'm like, because I wasn't into anything like that back then. It was only until the fact that it was there that I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I fully appreciate it now. And I'm just like, when I'm in the cabin and standing in there, I'm like, how the fuck did you do this? Mm. Like, how did you do this? Like this whole structure and these big logs in the ground by yourself and the roof and everything. I'm like, you're just one person. How did you, how did you get the logs in the ground? And so he full built it by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty schmick. I've seen the pictures. Like oh, I, I'm just it's like, beautiful. I'm just like, <laughs> what? How did you do that? Like and without mind. even, he didn't even have like a tractor or anything like that. He just used his car and dragged logs and framed it up and yeah, right. did all that. And just like, it's he's like not a carpenter. He's not mind. like, he's a fencer by trade mm. and like concreting and stuff like that. But how do, you, how do you even do that? And now it's just like the best. Imagination, isn't it? water. It's lights, flushable toilet. <laughs> it's like heaven. It's great. Flushable we toilet. Yeah. That's a necessity, <laughs> isn't it? Eh? I went Especially up after the, them big ones. One of the first times I went up there was before we even had water, I think. Yeah. So, and I was like, oh, come up again. We've got water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Well, before we finish up, um, our mate that we go to coffee with this morning, I, I said um, that we're going to have have you and possibly Adam on, and he's a big fan, so I was going to see if you could okay. give a shout-out for him for his birthday. Who is he? His name's Lockie. Uh, Lockie? Yeah. So if he's When's his birthday? Today. Oh, happy birthday, Lockie. <laughs> Love you a long time. It was, uh, <laughs> it was all teeth too this morning when he rocked up the coffee shop, big grin on his face. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, happy birthday, son. Hey, yeah. Happy so. birthday, Bella. All right, well, we always it's, do that. It's Virgo season, and I'm a Virgo, and you're a Virgo, so you must be a good person. He's a good go. bloke. <laughs> well, we did a three before you flee. We have three questions oh, to okay. ask you before, you before you flee. So the first one is, um, what motivates you to wake up in the morning? Uh, my bladder. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> well, duh. I need a pee. Um, and, and coffee. Coffee usually. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. So those I haven't two. heard that one, so they're <laughs> unique. <laughs> what legacy do you want to be remembered for? Whoa. That's a deep one. Um, oh, fuck. I don't know. What do other people say? <laughs> I don't 
know. Uh, like as in, like when I'm dead, what do I want people Just to what remember you, yeah, me what, by? What What do you want to be remembered for? Um, it's a tough question, isn't it? Adam said a good. Th- Adam said a good thing um, when he sent me through a few texts saying that, you know, like you're, a, you are still and was a city girl, but you can hunt and eat deer. That's pretty mm. unique, you know, like to be someone that you I, break the stereotype for women. Okay, so on that note, I would like to be remembered for or have a legacy for. Um, Chicks being able to do what guys can do mm. as well. Yeah. But still be chicks at the same time. Yeah, correct. But not like fucking slutty chicks. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like those poses that pretend to <laughs> do guy stuff just to get attention with yeah. their tits out and all that jazz. We had a conversation on the podcast about that, about um, girls member posts and stuff and narrative was saying about... Yeah, I'm, I'm fully against yeah. it as well because it's detrimental to females like myself that actually do it mm. as opposed to just being a poser yep. for it. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, you're ruining it for us. Mm. And like, I like each to their own and everything like that and girl power and you get yours, girl. Mm. But... At the same time, I'm just like, Don't you're be killing me. Mm. Like, you're killing me with this shit because I'm treated... Like, I've got to fucking fight real hard for to prove myself that I'm actually legit and not just, you know... Oh. I'm not like a... Like, I don't mean to be mean to anyone else, but I'm not like a fucking overweight like bush pig hunter like i'm mm. um, okay looking and all that jazz so i don't want to be cookie cuttered in with those bitches that do that for mm. those reasons yeah, yeah. Stereotypical, when that's, categorized. that's not what i'm about yeah, exactly. so i'm doing it because of these reasons and that's why yep. it's not the other yeah so. Last but not least, what's next for you? I know you got the house for sale and stuff. So New Zealand, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. What's um, um, what's the future look next like? Next for me, oh fuck, I want more hours in the day <laughs> <laughs> um, to be able to do what I want to do. I want to uh, bring out my own camouflage line mm. for women yep. and men, possibly but mainly for women because I feel like there's not anything out there. I mean, there's not a huge market for it. Well, like in this country, but in America there's mm. like a lot greater um, people that hunters. do it. And there is a couple of companies that uh, do do female stuff. Uh, but uh, it's made by men. (laughs) It's not, well, like it's okay. Uh, I just would say that it's not really functional for women and women's body types and what we do in the bush. Yeah. So I want to do that and that's what I'm gearing towards. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Well, I hope it all works out for you. Got something to chase. I like it. Yeah.
I like it. All right. Well, yeah, thanks heaps for jumping on. It's been no a great, worries. great laugh. Really appreciate yeah. it. It's been good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, um, cool, cool. All good. No worries. Thank you very much. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Talk to you yeah, soon. Appreciate it. Peace. Peace. Peace.